0: We overthought this. Okay. Hello. We are live. Welcome to a special episode of What the Hell Are We Doing?
1: It's, it, I I, I gotta say,
0: it's (laughs) a different
1: atmosphere when I'm looking straight at you. We're in the
0: same room. It's very... This is uncomfortable. I'm actually just gonna have to look (laughs) anywhere but into Christian's eyes. I can't take this. This is, this is too much. This is testing our friendship.
1: Oh my goodness. I came to
0: California, um, for vacation, and, uh... I've been staying in Christian's home with his mother and father and brother. And you know, it's been a journey.
1: You're just going to expose me like that? A
0: journey through my patience. <laughs> with being told literally every 10 minutes, you're the worst. Janelle, you're the worst. You're the worst.
1: I think it's been educational. <laughs> every single time we record an episode, mm-hmm. I drink ice. Gross. Gross.
0: And I tried okay, so I tried one. I tried which one was it? The cherry limeade? Yeah. The cherry limeade one was actually tolerable. The flavor wasn't so repugnant that I wanted to vomit. But the grapefruit one, which you claim tastes like an Izzy, they the ice one doesn't taste anything like a grapefruit Izzy, so you lied. Anyway, so yeah. Anyway, I'm in California. And it's been really something so far. Uh We saw art. We did. We saw bridges. We did. I got picked up from the airport. I went to the wrong baggage claim. I stood there like an idiot for 20 minutes. I found the right baggage claim. We went to Rubio's. I ate nachos. We came home. Then what? Uh, Oh, we watched the final episode of You. If you haven't seen You on Netflix people who randomly listen to this for some reason you should watch it because it is extremely entertaining but also very upsetting it's a lot it's a lot um the the problem is okay this is my thing people are like it's gross if you find joe attractive because he's a killer and it's like i don't I mean, it's TV. In real life, I would not... I don't care how hot someone is. They can't... I'm not going to give them permission to kill me. I'm not going to be happy I'm being murdered. I don't care how good-looking the person is. But on television, to me, I understand it's fake. So me saying, like, oh, wow, he's so hot, I would be totally fine if he killed me. It's a joke, you know?
1: I think it would be more... Is that
0: okay to joke about? I don't know.
1: I think it would be more... um, I'm sorry to all victims of murder. Me and thousands of other people. (laughs) Um... I feel like maybe clarifying that it's the actor and not the character.
0: Yeah, it's the character that's murdering, and it's not real murder. It's like a story that's being told, and you get into the story. So it seems like it's okay to be like, yeah, he's a really hot killer. But in or, real life.
1: Or if an actor is just a good looking actor, you'd say, yeah. The, part, the human being that I am seeing on the screen right now. Exactly.
0: The human being I'm looking at, look at is pleasing to look at. 'Cause I'm not one of those people that thinks that would be like, Oh, Ted Bundy, I know he was a killer, but man, he was hot. Because first of all, he wasn't. He looked like a bird. And I don't have to acknowledge that he was attractive because he's a monster and he doesn't deserve acknowledgement. Right. You know what I'm saying?
1: Which I have not seen the de- the ten
0: You should watch them Ted
1: Bundy thing.
0: They're it's I mean don't watch it. I mean, what's the point? this is right now i'm into vampire diaries explain (laughs) which i have been watching for about three weeks now and i'm into season five right i've surprisingly had more time to watch it while i'm working than i have on vacation um so i've had to pause a little bit but what a great show right now it's a little wild i don't know if anybody who's listening to this is a vampire diaries fan but let me tell you something great show very interesting storytelling lots of hot people if that's important to you and just like you know how usually the characters who are good are always good and you kind of have a character that you're like into the whole of the duration of a show i'm talking too much and now i'm gonna stop
1: (laughs) well i have a question in my mind already i mean this is the way that my brain works when we're doing a podcast I'm much more, um, my, my my brain is a lot more organized. Okay. But I was going to ask you. Yes. Okay. I'm sure that you understand my perspective on the idea of watching, what is this Teen Wolf? What is this? <laughs> Vampire Diaries.
0: Vampire Diaries.
1: <laughs> um, it's in the same category in my brain. I mean, yes, it is technically. I'm sure you understand my skepticism when it comes to you saying that it's, you know, good a watchable situation okay which you know it may be it may be i know
0: that you wouldn't watch it but
1: (laughs) i mean i don't i'm far too concerned with protecting my manliness
0: (laughs) to admit that you would be interested
1: but what is it that because you you strike me as somebody who would be skeptical at first what was what were you surprised by in the storytelling without Without giving away the entire thing to people who may be listening, I mean, we have a lot of listeners, and a lot I thought of
0: them- that we buried that joke.
1: Well, I, i you know, I'm. <laughs> s- we had a conversation with the lady in Best Buy today <laughs> about oh yeah, putting thinking.
0: things into the universe. And that we so, want. right,
1: this is just the mode that I'm in. Okay, okay.
0: So, to our many <laughs> listeners, we with, don't want to spoil Vampire Diaries.
1: I mean, you know what? Go ahead and spoil, because in in reality. Who is listening? The show to this?
0: ended a while ago. True. So most people would probably have already seen
1: it. Just explain to me what it is about the show that like surprised you enough to be like, wow, this is I'm going to stick with this.
0: I don't know. I think I my my like standards for watching things has loosened a lot. And so now I'm just willing to like <laughs> I'm literally... Whoa, what? I'm willing to just kind of watch things that I would have considered trash and too below my intelligence level to consume. (laughs) But now... (laughs) But now I'm just kind of like, you know what? I... It shouldn't matter that much. I don't... If I enjoy it, if I can just lose myself in whatever's happening in front of me, Mm. as long as it's not bad, Mm. but as long as it's just enjoyable, I'm just going to enjoy it. And it's nonsense i haven't many questions but it doesn't matter because the storytelling i can follow the vampire elements are funny and interesting and it's just know, it's something to watch it's mm. an, it's like enjoyable in a way that's easily digestible i don't have to think too hard when i watch it because i'm too busy to watch good tv right, right now so i need tv that's good enough where i'm like, oh that, Like, there's enough characters where I can, like, get mad at them. And I have a friend who watched it in the past. What's up, Alicia? And so I text her my thoughts after I watch an episode. And so it's kind of fun to, like, talk about the characters like they're real people. It's exciting. Because I don't have any real people in my life. Right. (laughs) So it's nice to to just be like, I can't believe this person did this and this and this. It's just fun.
1: Yeah. Well, that's kind of like the experience I had with um, watching Friends from College, which is which a, was not
0: funny and is not good,
1: which was a or I guess is was.
0: Oh, RIP Friends in College. It yeah, got because canceled. It was
1: unfortunately canceled. Yeah. But Friends from College po- kept popping up. In Why my, did you like it? Well, first of all, um, Keegan Michael Key was in it.
0: Yeah, he's funny.
1: And I found his comedy sketches pretty funny. Yeah. I watched, I began to watch it. I watched the first episode and I was like, okay, I don't know if I like this, but it's stimulating enough for me to continue, but no. Were you
0: actually watching it, watching it, or were you just letting it play while you did other things?
1: I was, I was watching it, watching it. I think it was like on a night that I was, I was super excited because I had a free night and I didn't have to do anything. I was like, I'm just going to relax and watch something.
0: And you just let it happen to and me. And I just let it
1: happen to me. And I feel like it's the same thing that you were just describing. Where it's not extremely cerebral, it's not like, you know, I'm not appreciating it in the same sense that I would, like, an Oscar-nominated or winning (laughs) film. Um, But speaking, going back to my whole situation about appreciating a piece of art that somebody had intentionally put together...
0: Are we doing this?
1: We're doing this. Oh, One of the activities that we <laughs> um, have had the privilege of doing Today? while Janelle has been visiting in California. Why
0: did you take so long to say that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> because I don't know what I'm saying until the actual word comes out, and I—it's ha- like I'm saying something, and I know I know where I'm trying to go, but the individual words kind of just fall. Together,
0: wow, and that was a minute. That was a minute, <laughs> but you know you got through it, and here we are.
1: We went to
0: the San, Frans-
1: yes, the San Francisco Museum of Modern Art. Um, <laughs> I had been, I had been there previously, and was
0: everything different from when you were there before? Not
1: everything, but there were a few key differences in this particular experience mm-hmm. than. My other one, because yeah. um, wow, what did we learn?
0: <sighs> okay, so <clears throat> first of all, beautiful museum, like in terms of the architecture real it's, real nice building it's vertical it is a vertical building, and as you get higher because there's seven floors, and as you get higher, the stairs get longer. there's like more stairs to climb, yeah, as you get higher because they I guess they want you to earn what you're about to see. <laughs> and I earned it. I was sweating a lot by the end of it. Um okay.
1: It was a literal journey.
0: Cuz I don't I don't like the idea of criticizing art because art is so subjective, but I want to but I guess that's the point of it is to decide how you feel about what you're seeing. And there was a bunch of photography on the first floor and it was fine. It was pictures of people sleeping, a lot of pictures of like women's naked bodies which you know okay there were pictures of um like people on subways and I guess it's interesting capturing um people living their lives because it makes you think about oh what was like that person whoever they are lived a whole life and I'm only seeing like an instant of their life. Like, what happened to them? Because most of the people were probably dead because those were, like, older photos. So, like, what happened to them? What were they thinking that day? So that part of it is interesting.
1: Uh, the th- One little note about the photography. Yeah. Is that, like, and there were quotes on the walls about, like, about the job of a photographer being... What was it? Like, distancing themselves, like, trying to remove themselves completely from the subject yeah. that they were working with yeah and in doing that they become basically a photography god um <laughs> you know and this is coming from somebody who's not a photographer but I-, I found myself first of all the people who were in attendance
0: were very serious about were, what they were looking at. it was
1: almost i kept saying it, this is almost like we were sitting in on like their worship experience <laughs> because everyone was like the same distance from the from the walls and now all of these pictures were like in big frames but they were the pictures themselves were really tiny um which i guess is a very san francisco art thing to do um but all power to whoever it is. art yeah but that being said i found myself wondering whether or not i need to focus on the like the actual picture Mm -hmm. like the techniques of the used oh yeah yeah Yeah. or the actual thing that's in the picture like a person or object or city or whatever Yeah. yeah yeah um because these were very um what's the word how would you describe a lot of these pictures well
0: a lot of them okay see i think that's what is different In photography, again, I also am not a photographer, but I've taken one photography class in college. And it seems like sometimes the photo is about the content, and sometimes it's about the composition, sometimes it's about both. Those photos seem to be more about what is being told, like the story being told in the photograph, and not so much look at the lines and look at the foreground or whatever. All that stuff didn't seem as relevant in those like black and white ones on the first floor that we saw. Right. But those, that's all, I mean, from all the photos we saw, it seemed like most of those were more about the subject and not so much the like composition of the photo, Hmm. at least to me.
1: Well, thank you for telling me the right answer. (laughs) Now, next time I go there, I'll know.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's how
1: I think of it.
0: Basically the only floor that had anything that I was like, oh, this is interesting, was, like, the photography stuff. Then we started getting into weirder and weirder territory as we got higher and higher. There were some stuff, like the sculptures and, like, the kind of... Like, that sign that we saw that changed colors. That was interesting. But most of it was just kind of like, maybe I don't know what art is. It because was very. a ab- lot of this is weird.
1: It was very abstract, to say the least. Yeah. Um, There were points where, like the farther you get to the top now i don't feel like we're spoiling this because it's something that's changed constantly yeah. but the actual content because like there, there was there was a lot of screens involved and a lot of like um semi new media involved in portraying these art pieces yeah um it was it was it got almost to a disturbing place <laughs> yes
0: yeah at the very top floor there was i couldn't tell you what the hell was going on up there because it was nonsense and i'm not saying it's stupid because i don't understand it but i would genuinely like someone who is like a connoisseur of art yeah. and who's like a curator or something. To explain to me what was happening. Yes. Because I'm not exaggerating. Yeah. At the top floor, there was like a there was a bunch of different stuff. But the thing that stood out to me the most, as like what the fuck am I looking at, was that bed mm-hmm. that had like a silver
1: cover cover uh, over it. Thing on it. And then it had children's a, toys.
0: Children's toys on it. There was a water gun, and just like a couple other children's toys like scattered on it, mm-hmm. and that was it. And I mean, I'm like... Well,
1: there was a... Was, also...
0: Was the thing next to it part of it with the table?
1: There was a table. Well, first of all, there were um, there was like a slide machine, like an old slide machine like that went through all these pictures oh, projecting yeah. on like this little box thing that was open.
0: There was something like violent being projected and then, on there, was there? Yes. It? And
1: yeah. then there was like a video of some very strange interactions happening between multiple humans (laughs) and it was of a
0: sexual nature I
1: believe it was wild
0: yeah and I didn't I didn't get it I I needed someone to at least give me a glimpse into what I'm supposed to be looking at because self-interpretation I I have nothing. I, like, have nothing. I'm not one of those people that's good at just, like, coming up with ideas of what someone else is supposed to mean. So right. I was like, I don't, what? There were, like, puzzle pieces on the ground.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, out of a box puzzle. And they were just a pile of puzzle pieces with the box of what it's supposed to look like on the against the wall. And I was like, is this an accident? Is this part of it? And then we went into another room that I forced Christian to go into. And the, those who had accompanied us, and it was like. Pick there was videos of people's feet being rubbed. No, there was scratched.
1: There was videos of like close up images of, of people being people scratched people in various parts of their bodies. They're diff- yeah, different parts of yeah. their body. Yeah. Then there was a giant. Projection of of
0: a woman being slapped. I think on her back.
1: There was no slap. There was no actual slap. But like her back looked like it was. Yeah, there was like a
0: noise, like she was being slapped, but you never saw her anyone's hands or anything.
1: But the whip sound was like a snare drum, and the and but like the person in the thing would like would like flinch every time. It was the more I think about it, the more I'm like i'm never going to back to this place yeah
0: somewhere. and then there was just one of a guy dropping a like a clay pot and i don't know there was just a lot happening and i try not to criticize things i don't understand because that's not fair i don't have all understanding in the universe but i was very very confused <laughs> and after but it was like you know and then there was you know those paint those giant paintings that we saw yeah. where it was just look like a child just kind of threw paint on there. Yes. Or like scribbled. I've always seen those kinds of modern art paintings yeah. and I'm always like they're they're interesting as wall art if you just want like kind of random
1: splashes of color.
0: Con yeah, contemporary like art that doesn't mean anything but it kinda of looks nice aesthetic wise in your apartment or your house or whatever.
1: Yeah. But even though that's trash actually. <laughs>
0: But how is it art? How does it end up in a museum to be like viewed by hundreds of people, I think, thousands of
1: people? Well, and that's the thing is that like there, it feels like there's a criteria for being, for getting like, if you're an artist and having one of your pieces in that museum, it seems like there's some sort of criteria because they're, first of all, based on the way that people almost are like, Reverent when they're walking around.
0: Yeah, we were the only ones talking.
1: It, it seems like there is some sort of like, like a criteria for like you know quality. I guess I don't know. Now I dabble in creative things. Ventures outside um, of
0: your accounting job.
1: Outside of my accounting job, but you know, and and I and I am a very I appreciate creativity and art and. But one thing I don't appreciate is my dog in the background barking. <laughs> Um Izzy, I, shut it. I feel like there, it's almost like, it almost becomes this annoying conversation in my own head where I'm like, what is art? And then that statement alone is like a cliche. And I feel like I need to write like a three page essay.
0: I could write a three page essay on what art, what is art? Because what is it? It's because not anything. <laughs> Because, it's, okay. It's
1: God. Oh, I'm we going can't to. Explain I'm in the room with we...
0: same room with you, so I could slap you. <laughs> what is art? The, my question for what is art, because I think, um, is art the amount of time it took you to come up with a concept? Mm. Is, is, is what your final product is count as art if it took you a long time or if it didn't take you a long time? Or if you were well, like where your concepts came from? Like is quant quantity of time it took you to bring your art together, is that what makes it count as art? I was talking to my friend actually about this because we went to some like grad student gallery um, where they were showing off their artwork and somebody had done something that she was like that's not art and I was like well then what is it? what is art to you? And she showed me photos of her friend who makes like, characters out of sandwiches. Like, they cut pieces out of, and make sandwiches that look like certain characters. And she's like, this is not art to me. And I'm like, well, then what, why isn't it art?
1: You know what I think? I just came up with this in my head, so. Here we go. Bear with me here. Here we go. I think art is the way that we categorize human activity that isn't necessarily, like, practical or of any immediate use. To us as a, as a like society, yeah. But we still appreciate it because I feel like as human beings we are very exact and very um productive all the time mm-hmm. by instinct, mm-hmm. and but how do we explain? Uh, you know we are very intelligent, intelligent enough to create things that we find beautiful, yeah, that aren't necessarily immediately um, applied to our practical lives.
0: That is...
1: So maybe... So that makes the category itself of art extremely broad. Yeah. It couldn't be anything. Like, you don't understand... The more you don't understand it, the more intense art it is, I guess. <laughs> um,
0: art shouldn't have to be defined because it is technically useless. Right. But it is a way for us to, like, explore our existence and not feel like everything has to be intentional or have right. a purpose. Right. Because, like, we have to... If we were all like dying, mm-hmm. if there was like something real happening or we were all starving, then we wouldn't have time to explore all those things because we would be busy figuring out how to survive. Mm-hmm. But because we're live, a lot of us are living okay. And I feel like probably even when people are struggling or like having a hard time, there's still like music, like people will still want to hear music or read poetry or whatever because it's a way for us to like release the tension of having to survive and think about other things. So that's why I hesitate to criticize other people's art because just cuz I don't understand it doesn't mean it's not for somebody.
1: And I also think art fills in all the gaps between like, you know, us and like exactly what we need to do. So like graphic design. You could just read some random very basic very straightforward yeah. font off of a white page.
0: It delivers but the information. You the need. art
1: form of of um, graphic design, good graphic design, kind of it's not completely necessary. No. But it makes the experience better.
0: Yeah.
1: So everything. So art makes everything. It makes your experience better. So there are, as a human. Yeah. So there. <laughs> sorry, I got a new iPhone today. And, we're still and getting it's to know
0: very responsive.
1: <laughs> um, so I feel like going back to what I said, maybe there is an, like a practical application kind of to our, actu- our like actual lives, like you said, music. When you're walking around a hospital yeah. and there's like absolutely no music playing over like the PA, Yeah. it kind of is terrifying. Yeah. But it puts you at ease when there's music that isn't necessarily necessary or like you have to have it. But it, it's like an art form that makes you feel like, oh, this is nice. I'm speaking a lot with my hands. If you guys could see me <laughs> speaking, it's very intense.
0: He's trying to tell a story with his hands, but only I can see I this. feel like it's probably
1: easier to understand me if you can see the movements that I'm making <laughs> right now. Um, but yeah, because I, I, I was looking at the book that you have in between your legs right now.
0: The Age of Selfishness. Uh, I... I don't know how to say this Ayn Rand I believe it is Ayn Rand, Ayn Rand Mortality in the Financial Crisis I started reading this last time I was here I didn't finish but it was really good so far
1: I feel like wow I'm about to get really just go it's about it. to get really San Francisco right oh, now
0: oh boy here we go <laughs> I'm, I'm ready let's do it
1: <laughs> because what is what are human beings without art
0: Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna try. We're
1: animals because the fact is we make everything. And I feel like more like more the visual art part of things. Like I said, graphic design, architecture, like designing roadways. Yeah. Deciding like what colors to paint things, deciding how to design a house. I mean, it's practical and it's you know completely, you know calculated and everything but at the same time it's like without the extra stuff without like the design factor and like the creativity factor and the art factor art um, then we're just living by instinct wow this is very philosophical
0: <laughs> well okay I was cause there are pe- some people who live a life where they don't are there people who don't like music? There or are, or there are people who don't like, because um, there's people who don't like a whole lot of extra this and that, and maybe in their homes they like to have like white walls and just like basic things. Does that mean that those people don't enjoy art?
1: So, there is a disease that people can have. Oh, called it's a
0: disease. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> called congenital amusia, I think it's what it's called, how uh-huh. it's pronounced. Where they where you literally cannot distinguish like musical tones. Really? And you can't you it sounds like noise to you. You can't All music? Yeah. Imagine oh that
0: gosh. life. That would be really miserable. Yeah. Okay, so besides people with a disease, are there people who just are like normal, quote unquote? Who don't like music?
1: I'm sure there is. This is a very large world full of many people.
0: So there's just art, or aspects of artistic expression that people just don't need in their lives at all.
1: Well, I feel like that is you're speaking about a very, very small number of pe- number of people.
0: Yeah, because
1: the vast amount of a vast majority of people, I feel like.
0: I mean, without any kind of artistic expression, I wouldn't have a job.
1: True.
0: Because both of my jobs involve taking boring information and making it palatable and pretty or organizing it in a pleasing way for people to consume. Right. Because otherwise, because let me tell you something. (laughs) Tell me something. I work with newspapers um, and I do like their design, graphic design for them. I personally try to make the pages look as neat as possible cuz there's only so much you can do when a newspaper page is filled with just ugly garbage ads. So when you put the put the the content on there, you want to put, you know, pictures in a certain position so that it breaks up the gray of the text. And there's like little rules to make sure that everything like flows together well. A lot of times, editors who are just writers and don't care... Because I consider myself a writer, but I also really like design. So I'm, like, aware of both of those things. And sometimes people are very long-winded in their writing. And they would prefer that all of their writing is there. And they'll just want to jam as much stuff as possible onto the page. And, and then you're just like, but I want it to look good. But then people are like, but I want all my information there. So without my job... People would just be, like newspapers would just be long blocks of text for people to just read whatever information they need, which might be nice for some people, but I wouldn't want to look at something like that. Okay. I have a question. What was it again? (laughs) What comes to mind when you hear the word life?
1: Life sounds like such a happy word, Mm. but the reality... Is, we, is is not is not is happy. Is
0: not happy. Wow. Okay. When I when I hear the word life, I think of skydiving, and this is <laughs> this is why, because yeah, me too, So guess. many people I know have gone skydiving, and a lot of people are like, "If you really want to live life to the fullest, you have to scare yourself." Like if your dreams are not big, what is it saying? If your dreams are not your dream should be so big that they scare you type thing. Here's my thing about how everybody's telling everybody to live these days. I personally will never jump out of a plane. That's never going to make me want to. That's not, I don't need to scare myself to want to live a good life. And actually, why do you care if I'm living a good life or not? Like, why is everyone so up in everybody's business trying to convince them, what it means to live a fulfilling life because some people like to like mock people who've stayed in the same town their whole lives and it's like okay so they those people have never seen the ocean or they've never seen like a pair of mountains or whatever do mountains come in pairs I don't know (laughs) but I mean that who's to say that those people didn't live a good life what is your best life anyways Because it seems like everyone is defining what it means to live your best life is to have not have lots of money, but have lots of experiences outside of your county or outside of your country, city, whatever. And that's all well and good. It's good to experience things outside of your own self and comfort zone because then you can relate to people better, I think. But at the same time, who are you to tell are you, are you good yeah, who right. are you to tell anyone what it means to live a good life Christian is having an attack <laughs> Christian is having an attack Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm okay. if you die on mic I don't know what to do I have no skills to save
1: you my allergies are the worst you're getting the realness right now
0: because you have like a hundred dollars <laughs> in your house right now
1: yeah this will pass
0: this too shall pass all i'm saying is i think it's good to want people to live their happiest lives if you see someone who is unhappy and you love that person then it's good to try to you know convince them to try to be happier if you think there's a way they can be happier but i just feel like people are becoming so like pushy about what they think it means to live a better life and why they think that their way of living might be better than other people
1: allow me to dissect this term what living your best life okay here we go um if we could just dwell on this for one second it doesn't even make sense okay living first of all what is the origin of living your best life
0: in terms of the the saying? Yes. No idea.
1: I think Probably actually, the Internet. I think it came from The Bachelorette. <laughs> what? I genuinely think it did.
0: Where why we how what?
1: That's what I heard somewhere.
0: Oh really? For yeah. real? Yeah. Maybe. Living. I mean my that's best possible. Life. A lot of weird things have come from The Bachelorette. Or The Bachelor.
1: Because it, it suggests that you have multiple lives. Oh, and yeah. And you're I living guess the so. best of the lives that you have.
0: I, I think I think it means like there's different versions of the life you could be living presently and that you should seek out to live your best one. But how do you know what your best one is? Because I'm trying to think of what my best life would be.
1: You have one life.
0: Yeah. I mean, so why? we're even... being honest, guys, you only have one life. You <laughs> only have one opportunity to live a great life. Right. But I think that's what pe- scares people is that they know that there's a finality to the like... Moments of extreme euphoria that you have where even if you're just really happy for an extended period of time it's going to end right because you're going to die yes and so in some weird like some desperation maybe not desperation but in some attempt to try to like experience as much as you can before you die but then okay this is this makes me think okay for example I'm sorry I keep interrupting myself (laughs) For example, I knew that I was coming on vacation. So before I came on vacation, I was like, okay, I can discipline myself enough right before I leave because I know there'll be like a moment where I don't have to do what I've decided to do up until this point. So I was like, all right, I'm going to work out as much as possible before I leave because I'm probably not going to work out for 10 days. I'm going to eat the bare minimum, very healthy before I leave, because I know I'm probably gonna ingest a lot of garbage, and I get there, and I have, so I was like, I know there'll be an end point for all of the pain I'm inflicting on myself and lack of sleep, and then once that's over, I get to just relax for a little while, but I'm still going to be, like, conscious at the end of the painful parts, and then I get to, like, chill, so there was that release of I can't talk. But you get what I'm saying? There was a release of like... I do, but do they? (laughs) I do, what do they? There was a release of like understanding, okay, I'm making this, all of this happen and then I get to have some moments to chill. But if you're trying to like live a really grand life, it's not like once you die you get to just rest and think about the great life you lived.
1: I think about this all the time.
0: Like you're you're... You're dead. Whatever great life you live doesn't matter. I think about this No all one's going to remember. Like, the, the moments that were circling through your head where you're like, I'm jumping out of a plane. This is amazing. I feel great. That you're the only person clocking that.
1: I think people live for the last few moments of their life. They, oh, when they get they to live, think about it. It's like they're putting this. People are, I feel like Americans in general tend to try to put together this life. It's almost like they're they're living this life, putting together this collage for the last few moments of their life. So they can, they can like at.
0: smile to themselves. So they can smile to themselves and, like, wow. and then throw
1: it into a fire, <laughs> never to be seen again.
0: So they can just be like, "Wow, I did it! I was I was really happy."
1: I jumped out of a
0: plane. for all eighty years.
1: See, the thing is, this is why I am against the idea of jump of everyone jumping out of planes. <laughs> because i feel like it's become such a symbol of of like living your best life i'm putting air quotes and letting go
0: that. of fear
1: letting go of fear i don't think that everyone is going to have the same visceral reaction to skydiving i don't feel like it's the like the sta- the golden standard of like this is the happiest a human being can get falling you know from a plane
0: you know what I think it is? I don't think it's the actual falling out of the plane part. I think it's the doing something so crazy that definitely could end in death and getting over the part where you're afraid to die and just be like, I'm doing something outrageous. And I was brave enough to do this thing. Cause there is a euphoria to conquering your fears. It feels really good. But then once you get past that part, it's like, okay, I did that thing.
1: Right. Now and you what? don't want to do it again.
0: No. I mean, I don't think there are people who constantly jump out of planes. I mean, I'm sure they like... are,
1: but, then, you know, you get what I'm
0: saying. Yeah. So, after the part where you've conquered your fears, it's like, okay, now what? Right. I mean, are there people who have reached a point where they've conquered literally every fear they have? What happens to them? I want to talk to those people. Do they reach some sort of like nirvana fearless nirvana where they're like
1: they break out of the simulation is there
0: (laughs) maybe (laughs) is there a part where they just suddenly are like access some part of their brain that the rest of us don't have access to where you're fearless and like fully confident and nothing scares you and you're living you're doing every single thing you everything you do makes you happy
1: that's That would be wild. Is that a thing? I don't think so. You
0: know, the only person I can think of off the top of my head who probably has that life is Will Smith.
1: You know what? I mean,
0: based on his Instagram, he there's nothing standing between him and euphoria. (laughs) (laughs) He's like... Fully accessed every part of humanity and made it good for himself. Like, right. he seems like a great dad. He seems like a great husband. Yes. He seems like a great... He has a great career. He's, so far, had no problematic stuff come out. Right. He just, like, has accessed level 10 of humanity. Yes. Like, is he real? How, how do we know Will Smith? Is how real? do we... Have see, any it, of you seen Will Smith in person?
1: I think that this, is the, this is the discussion <laughs> that we are... <laughs> closing in on
0: is Will Smith is, real
1: is Will Smith real is actually why we titled the episode is Will Smith real
0: <laughs> we don't even title these but I think I might have to <laughs>
1: um I don't know you know I don't know like I really feel like you just need to there's no answer there's no answer as to like what
0: achieving full euphoria
1: because there's so many different factors for everybody There's so many different variables in, like, different human life. And I think that we tend to look at ourselves and be like, this is the way it is. And what's worked for me is going to work for everybody else. And I'm literally saying, like, the most obvious things right now. Because everybody (laughs) knows this, but I feel like we don't actually, like...
0: Act on it. Yes. Yeah, because I struggle with that all the time. Because there's a few people in my life who I feel like... If you would just think like me, you'd be so much happier. But then I have to stop myself and be like, no. The way they think is what gets them through the day. And all I can do is say, well, try this. And maybe you can be a little bit calmer in your thinking. But you have to kind of find your own way to get there. Like, things that work for me aren't going to work for almost anyone. Because I'm a per... me. (laughs) But it seems like... I think everybody processes everything in their own way and then they're like, wow, this seems so easy for me. Why can't you just do it this way? But if we would all, you said this one time, if we all just had more understanding and patience with people and just let people do what they needed to do, if unless what they needed to do was murder people, right? that's the only time we should probably stop people. So the- otherwise, just let people rock.
1: You know, I feel like, The biggest difference, like, the biggest difference between me and everybody else is that I may be a human, but I can feel through this particular human. Oh, yeah, yeah. And because of that, it it, it either feels like everyone is exactly the same as me and feels the exact same as I do about everything, or they don't even feel at all because they're they're robots, (laughs) and I'm the only one who's sentient, and
0: oh yeah you said you thought that when you were like a kid
1: and sometimes i mean
0: you still think that now that you're the only sentient person i mean or you're the only one actually processing your thoughts and emotions
1: no 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 um you know
0: let me say this i think that when christian refuses to respond to my text messages in any sort of respectful timely manner i think Okay, I guess I have to think of this from Christian's perspective In that he doesn't care About me at all
1: (laughs) You are the worst And
0: so when he's like deciding who to respond to Oh my I'm literally below a telemarketer (laughs) So that's how I have to learn to interpret Like even just something as simple as human communication through text message
1: You know, I'm Let's find another question
0: By the way If I had to name this trip, like, if I had to give this name a trip and, Mm -hmm. like, a photo album or something, Mm -hmm. it would be, you are the worst. (laughs) Because Christian's literally said that to me about 700 times in the past, like, three or four days. New question.
1: Janelle. Yes. Hold on. No, no, no.
0: no. (laughs) Oh, God.
1: I have a question for you. Okay. What do you think your purpose is?
0: My purpose? Yes. Is... You know, (laughs) I just had this thought. No one has a purpose. We would like to think we do. But in my own slightly nihilistic thinking, the purpose is to find a purpose so that you can fill your days with something that means something to you. Yes. But at the end of the day, the end of your life, your only purpose was whatever you wanted it to be. Because I don't think there is a... (laughs) Who... I don't think there is a, I don't think that God, whomever he, she, it, they may be, is assigning us purposes. Right. Because that seems crazy. I mean, there are 7 billion people currently living on the planet, according to, you know, science or whatever. And there's been who knows how many billion, trillion living before us. It, to me, to my brain that I was given, it seems unlikely that all of those people were given a purpose. I think that we're all just social beings who want to help each other, some of us, and want to make each other's lives better, some of us, and so our purpose is self-assigned, and that sounds super against everything I was raised to believe, but that is my current belief, is that you don't, it's not that your life is purposeless. It can be if that's what you so desire. Like, you don't have to assign yourself a purpose. But if you're one of those people that feels like you need to do something in order for your life to mean something, because you want your life to mean something, then your purpose is whatever you choose it to be. So it could be, my purpose is to help people. My purpose is to fill the earth with good music, good art, good writing, healing people, whatever, self-assigned.
1: You know, I feel like this discussion is a relatively new discussion <laughs> because if you look at, I assume, now I am I am no historian, I am no... Um,
0: just a humble accountant. I am
1: just a humble accountant. <laughs> I am here to help you
0: with, with your taxes.
1: Your, with your taxes. Um, but I assume when you look back on humanity, like the early days of humanity there were much more um obvious practical movements that humanity as a whole were making to like progress you know what i mean and i feel like it wasn't as individualistic as we make it yeah now because back in the day um i feel like we come from we have almost like mental software <laughs> of like a species that works together to create a, a, to, or, like, to make themselves better as a whole. Like, I feel like, now, this is a evolutionary theory, <laughs> so warn, trigger warning. <laughs> but, you know, the book says that... Um, what book? Okay, hold on, not the book. Uh, actually, the opposite of the book the other book says (laughs) the bible book no the (laughs) um because evolution states that we evolved from small microorganisms that kind of like started to bind together and create larger organisms and they started to work together and make even larger ones and communities and then all of a sudden you have a human being and a group of human beings that you know after a very long process of evolution now they're working together to create fire to create tools to create everything now we're here right and we are so advanced that we now have time to think about our individual purpose but just not that long ago we were all too busy like trying to find dinner yeah (laughs) It's
0: like the hierarchy of needs thing. Is it Pavlov? That's probably not it. That's the dog guy. (laughs) The the bells and the dog guy. Whoever it was that did the hierarchy of needs. Like, if you're hungry, the last thing you want to think about is like, what music do I want to listen to? You're trying to get to your basic human need. Yes. And now that we have evolved and created and made for long enough and sustained ourselves to the point where things are kind of working for us instead of us having to work so hard. Now, we have but but even back in the way days, I'm so uneducated. In the way days. Even way back when all those uh philosopher guys and stuff who yes. I mean, they weren't living in kind of any kind of modern era.
1: I'm sure the philosopher guys were not.
0: <laughs> they didn't have McDonald's. They didn't have sparkling ice. It's garbage that you're drinking.
1: Sponsored. (laughs) But not sponsored. I think it's like illegal or something. I don't know. I don't know. They have nothing
0: to do with us. Thank God they're disgusting.
1: (laughs) Anyway. Ice you are not disgusting. (laughs) I ride or die.
0: Cherry Limeate's pretty good. But those guys didn't have convenience modern conveniences, and yet they still spent time wondering what's happening outside of this current bubble that i live in they didn't know about anything outside of like their immediate surroundings and they were still like what are we doing here and they were still philosophizing so it's not like you have to be ha- you have to live in a modern society to wonder what's going on out there
1: but i think that those people those thinkers started to arise after a very long time yeah of being a, at a completely practical
0: but they also were punished for thinking those things
1: exactly because it it, it it deviated from the norm
0: yeah we weren't quite there yet right. like the whole like wondering random stuff right but now we're all pretty not all of us obviously but most of western society mm-hmm. is like oh well we have drive throughs and we have iphones and we have everything we need to kind of function for us so now we're like okay so now that we have all this free time what's our purpose and it's like well your purpose you've you fulfilled a lot of your purpose which was to make life your life a little easier that if you can call that a purpose i guess and so now it's like okay well now we need a greater purpose than just creating things to make our lives easier
1: well uh, if you really look at like how small we are in the scale of the universe (laughs) we aren't making that huge of an impact even as as advanced as we are now, if you really, like, you know, scale things out, it's like, you know, we can only do so much. A human being can only do so much. Even a, even an entire species can only do so much. Yeah. And.
0: I mean, I th- we're managing to destroy our planet, but the other planets are all right.
1: Right. And we're trying to go there. <laughs> and we're trying to go there. So, like, I don't know. I feel like, um, yeah, I totally agree. I feel like hu- human beings create their own purpose and we have this new almost instinct to search for our purpose but it's less of searching I believe and more deciding yeah I mean yes you know I think your purpose can probably in a more in a more like in our time applicable kind of situation I think a person's purpose can be tied in with their abilities and their talents or whatever but, I mean, to a large degree, I feel like it's just you picking. Like, you know, I'm, I'm choosing to make my purpose to teach children. Or my, I'm choosing to make my, my purpose to, you know, work in the subway lines under yeah. New York City or something. You know what I mean? I don't know.
0: It seems like most people's purpose is aligned with their abilities and their gifts. It's not like I feel my purpose is to be a doctor. But I have no skill set to be a doctor. Right. Like, you, you have to, if, the, if you decide that's your purpose, then you have to seek out a way to fulfill it. It's not like your, it's not like your purpose is accidental.
1: Right.
0: Okay. Wow. Well. We're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> we should do another one. Okay, let's do Uh, no, no, Well, Christian. Does truth exist without evidence? How sway?
1: Um, When we... Wait a minute. Let me really think about this because I feel like I haven't... We we weren't born with the knowledge of what the universe holds. The sun. Human beings talked of the sun before they understood it. (laughs) The truth is, the sun is a star. The sun fuels itself through um what is it like nuclear fusion i think it is oh
0: i'm an idiot i have no idea um
1: i'm not i'm not an expert please don't quote me on that
0: again just a humble account
1: i like i like i'm using space as an an example (laughs) (laughs) because i really enjoy space okay um
0: is your purpose to be an astronaut you think just kidding
1: maybe maybe wow you know what this has been a good podcast. I'm going to leave now. No. <laughs> I'm going to go study
0: some NASA stuff.
1: The fact is that we we discover things before or after they've existed for a long time.
0: So the truth of their existence, the truth- we just believe without before we know if they if it's actually real.
1: Well, the truth is like the truth is that you were going to be born, but there was no evidence that you would be born.
0: Wait hold on How was the tr- Wait hold on <laughs> How was the truth that I was going to be born Oh I, you, because you're right you are here. Because I am here
1: Yes but in, in, in 1780 There was no evidence That you would be born
0: But if someone came If a time traveler came And said Janelle's gonna be born in this year And the people were like That's not true <coughs> I don't know what I'm trying to do <laughs> <laughs> well, Anyways, but the truth is I would have been born.
1: The truth is you Despite are here. Despite there
0: being no evidence.
1: Despite there being no evidence, I you mean. are here. Um, so I think it's very simple. It's a very, it's, very simp- it's a very simple yes because there is so much that we will learn yeah. as a human race or even just in your own life um, that will happen.
0: But okay, so that's for that. But what about like, is there are there things that are truth that we have yet to have evidence for that we just accept as truth? Then, I mean, what is evidence? Because Ev- is evidence like finality? Like this is evidence is just proof, but not unrefutable. A uh, little unrefutable. Let's
1: proof. let's change for the for the sake of this discussion. Uh-huh. Evidence to proof, can truth exist without proof? And it almost rhymes.
0: Is, <laughs> is evidence and proof the same thing? No, it's not.
1: Evidence is suggest suggests. I'm gonna
0: look up the Webster's dictionary definition. Of evidence. Both of those. I words.
1: think it more suggests truth, or suggests a truth that may be true. Oh yeah, and.
0: 'Cause like in a proof. in a trial a little in a trial, is that what I'm saying that mm-hmm. word right? Trial. Um, when they present evidence that someone did a crime or something, they don't have undeniable like if they had a video of the person committing the crime, that would be would that be still considered evidence or just proof?
1: I don't know evidence I'm, I'm, I'm very uneducated so evidence
0: things... the available body of facts or information indicating whether a belief or proposition is true or valid so it's indicating whether it's true or valid so but it does, that's still not hundred kind of that's not proof right that it's one hundred percent real like the but then how do you prove that something is without a doubt real Ev- proof e- the you- definition of proof has the word evidence in it. <laughs> Evidence or argument establishing or helping to establish a fact or the truth of a statement. So what's something that people t- <laughs> What's something that people take as proof? I mean as truth but there's still no evidence for.
1: Huh? Aliens. What? Aliens. Aliens? Aliens.
0: What are you talking about?
1: Aliens are something that people some people in the same way that,
0: that used God exists?
1: use as proof. No. They believe that aliens do exist without proof.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yes. But there's is there evidence that aliens exist?
1: Some would say.
0: But all of the evidence seems like it's mostly just things that some people have seen that they claim they saw. And other people are like, well, you don't... That person... Tries to use their whatever they saw as as evidence that, that aliens exist, but they want. But then other people are like, "Well, where's your proof that what you're saying is true?" They're like, and then they're thinking, "Well, I should be my experience, my verbal telling of this experience should be enough to prove to you that there's evidence that there that aliens exist."
1: Maybe maybe so. Maybe there isn't much of a that much of a difference between evidence and proof. I guess. Oh, God. We're so dumb.
0: <laughs> well, we just talked ourselves in a circle about nothing, and we're confused.
1: <laughs> well, Janelle, I think it's time to go try that Beyond Meat burger.
0: <gasps> oh, man. I, I, I hope it tastes as good as I think it should taste, because when I've had it at the draft house, it was delicious, But I, and I think it's the same one. I'm excited. It's going to be delicious, probably. And I'm... And I... Oh, and I bought more ice cream. My God. Yeah. I've probably gained like 100 pounds on this trip, but (laughs) it's worth it because I'm filling my body with things I never get to eat, which is things that taste like non-frozen food. Right. Which is all I eat.
1: I mean, but I'm excited. I mean, I am kind of... (laughs) I consider myself to be a burger expert and...
0: But you... You're a burger expert in terms of meat.
1: Yes. This Which... is
0: a burger that has no meat in it, but is like replicated to look like me. And, and taste very tastes close. close to me. I haven't had a burger in, I don't
1: know, like 16 years or something. So you, okay, well, you don't know what it even tastes like. <laughs> so I guess we'll see.
0: So I can't remember what it tastes like, but I know that burgers have like a more savory situation going on. Yes. And this, I feel, is going to be quite close.
1: Well, if they fail me, McDonald's is right down the street. Gross.
0: Anyways, goodbye. <laughs>